This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your hostess, Lisa Carpenter, Master Coach, an emotional fluency and resiliency expert. And uh, today I want to share something with you in regards to learning how to feel your feelings and how to become a little bit more internally referenced. So what do I mean by this? So many of the clients that I work with are high achievers and many of them, and this may include you, don't recognize that they're high achievers because they work from this place of no matter what I achieve, it's still not good enough or they're measuring it or comparing it against somebody else or something else. I know I was that way for a long time in my life. It didn't matter, you know, how many certificates I achieved. It was like, oh, well, that's not good enough because that's not a university degree. So anyways, and part of this came from a place of wanting approval right? Wanting my parents' approval, wanting to have my parents be proud of me, wanting to have other people look at me and say, wow, that's amazing that you did that. And this is true for many of us. We seek external validation and we seek external admiration to tell us that we're good enough, right? To get that feeling of I'm worthy, And you may have heard me talk about this on previous episodes, but your worthiness has absolutely nothing to do with what you've achieved in life. Your worthiness is your birthright. You came to this planet more than good enough. It's not something that you have to go out and earn or have someone tell you that you're good enough. It's not something that you can achieve It's something that you choose to believe about yourself. That just because you arrived on this planet, you are worthy. So for those of you that are listening that are moms, or for any of you who've ever experienced being around a newborn infant, did you look at them and think, well, you're not good enough until you, you know, go to school and get some A's. I don't know if I can love you, said no one ever. We look at our beautiful kids and we know that they are so worthy and so deserving of everything. Love, safety, belonging. And that little baby, once upon a time, was you. So at what point in your life did you start to believe that you had to go do things in order to feel good enough, in order to feel worthy, in order to feel deserving? So... This is a pattern that I see with many, many of my clients because they learned, like I said, at an early age 
it was reinforced by parents that when you did something good, you got rewarded for it. Maybe you got your parents' praise or love or whatever. It doesn't really matter, but just look at your life. When you did something amazing, when you accomplished something, were you rewarded for that behavior? Because if you were, that's going to carry into adulthood and you're not even going to realize it on a conscious level. This is going to be a subconscious thing where you're constantly seeking that validation, that approval of other people to tell you that you're worthy. So how does this matter in terms of learning how to feel your feelings? Recently, in conversations with Jake, my nine-year-old, he's done some pretty amazing things at school, and I asked him, you must feel so proud of yourself. And he really stopped and pondered the question, because it's the first time he'd ever really tapped into that feeling of being proud. And I know that I've been guilty of this, assuming that you know, he would know what different feelings, what words went with different feelings. But how would he know that? He doesn't have, he isn't born with this emotional fluency around how to put English words or, you know, whatever language you're speaking words to an emotion. It's our job to help to teach our kids that. And so many of my clients, and I also was this way, I could not identify how I was feeling. This was something that I had to learn. And I talk about it in my groups. I ask people to put their hand over their heart, take a deep breath, breathe it out, and then ask themselves, how am I feeling? Like you would ask somebody else and just approach the question with a lot of curiosity because there is such a huge scope of emotions that we as humans are able to feel, but we have to start identifying them. So that is exercise one for you. And there's actually a feelings dictionary that you can get. Uh, if you head over to my Pinterest account, which is Lisa Carpenter Inc., you'll find a whole bunch of, you know, recipes from, you know, previous years in my business that I kind of collected for clients. And you'll also find a feelings wheel to help you tune in to some of the emotions that you may be feeling. So in that question, you must be feeling proud of yourself. He got to stop and pause and recognize what he was feeling inside himself. Now, where I want to bring this back to you and external validation and seeking external approval to become more internally referenced, to know who we are more, to understand what we want and what we need, and to learn how to celebrate ourselves, how I phrased that question was so important. Because how often as a parent do you say to your kids, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. That was amazing. I'm so proud of you. And I want you to still be able to do that. I want Jake to know and I want my kids to know that I'm proud of them. But I actually want them to know more how they feel about their accomplishments themselves. I want them to be able to say, gosh, I'm so proud of myself, mom. I had to learn how to be proud of myself. So by phrasing the question, you must feel so proud of yourself, it asks your kids to tune in and go, oh my gosh, yes I do. So instead of them looking for you to tell them they did a good job, you're now teaching your children how they can acknowledge that they've done a good job. 
it also allows you to start to acknowledge it. When you do something amazing, when you achieve something, pausing and saying like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. So how this works in my own life, you guys, I'm giving myself high fives all over the place because the more that we can approve of ourselves, validate ourselves, the more our self-worth and our self-esteem will grow. This is part of the process of how we really get to high levels of self-esteem and self-worth. And I'm going to be talking about this a lot coming up because this is what my new program, the Full Frontal Living Foundations, is all about. It's helping you understand what it really means to love, accept yourself, love and accept yourself, what it means to have high levels of self-care, how they contribute to self-love and self-worth and self-esteem. So I'm high-fiving myself all over the place. You know, when I finish a set at the gym that was hard, I'm like, God, I'm so proud of myself that I did that. On the days that I don't want to go to the gym, gosh, I'm so proud of myself that I went. I am constantly looking at ticking boxes and then really rewarding myself with my own self-praise. Because you think about it, every time you tell your kids that you're proud of them, right, that makes them feel better. It boosts up their self-esteem. Imagine what's possible when you start to say that to yourself. Because here's the thing about self-worth and self-esteem. Self-worth is that knowing that you are worthy and more than enough. That is unmovable. Like once you know that, that you are worthy, that is unshakable. Self-esteem can get dented day to day. If you have a crappy sleep and you wake up tired and all of a sudden you've got like negative self-chatter going on, that's going to impact your self-esteem on that day. But if you have high levels of self-worth, you're always going to come back to this place of, you know what, I'm good enough. Self-esteem, if somebody says something to you, you might, you know, get knocked off kilter a little bit. So this is why it's so important to really anchor in your self-worth because it supports being able to to keep your self-esteem in balance, so to speak. So be proud of your kids. Tell them you're proud of them, but also teach them how they can start to identify what they're feeling and be proud of themselves. And more importantly, start to do this for yourself because the more you feel good about you, right, the more you feel good about you, the more anchored you're going to become in your self-worth. And as you've heard me say a million times over, things we love and we value, we take care of. So the more worthy you feel, the easier it becomes to really care for yourself because now you're doing it from a place of, I love myself so much. I am so deserving of my time. I am deserving of taking care of myself. I'm deserving of eating healthy, moving my body, getting outside and playing, making all the money, right? Having amazing relationships in your life. You're worthy of all of it. So I will be talking more and more about this in coming weeks as we get closer to opening the doors to this foundational program. I'm super excited about it uh, because as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, my work has been transitioning and it's not that I'm not still passionate about uh, women's physical well-being. I am very much so. But you probably have also realized that your weight has nothing to do with the problem 
that you think you have. Your weight, your bank account balance, the relationships in your life, your moods, your reactions to things, it all comes down to how you think and feel about yourself. And that's what we're going to be diving deep into because all of those things clear themselves up. So the problem you think you have is going to clear itself up when you actually start to take responsibility and look at with curiosity the problem you may have. And if you're like me, you're probably listening thinking, I don't have a self-esteem or a self-worth problem. And let me tell you, you might be surprised to find out that you do. And I'm not going to hold back on what that looks like. Because when I finally accepted that that was what I was really struggling with, not believing that I was good enough, worthy enough, deserving enough, that's when the magic really started to happen in my life. But I had to get really honest with myself about something that was incredibly painful for me to admit to myself. Because who wakes up in the morning and is like, wow, I have low self-worth and I really have crappy self-esteem? Nobody. But your life is reflecting back to you how you feel about yourself. And if you want to be living an extraordinary life, one that isn't run by fear, one that is full of expansion, one that allows for beautiful relationships to come into your world and more abundance in whatever capacity that looks like, and emotional freedom, right? Emotional freedom. This is what you're going to want to be looking at. So stay tuned. We'll be posting the wait list for this program shortly. In the meantime, I would love to hear your feedback on Instagram once you start using this with yourself and your kids. Remember, you must feel so proud of yourself. Or you can use it with anything, right? So, oh, that must, is that making you feel sad? Or, wow, that's really exciting news. You must feel happy or excited. Like, and asking them to tune into what they're feeling and asking yourself to. This is how we start to create emotional fluency. This is also how we start to become more internally referenced instead of looking at the world to tell us when we get to feel good about ourselves. So much love, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't left a review on iTunes or your preferred listening platform, I would so love and appreciate if you would. It's an amazing way to say thank you to me for you know, producing this podcast every week. I love being in your earbuds and I really believe in this concept of Aini, which is reciprocity of life. So it's a beautiful way to just say thank you, right? Energetically. And I would love to get this into the earbuds of more amazing humans out there on the planet who really need to hear this message in the way that I deliver it. So before my car starts beeping as I back into the garage. Have a beautiful day. Remember, it is your responsibility to take care of yourself. Nobody in this life is coming to save you. And the more of us that step into that and really become responsible for loving ourselves and caring for ourselves, the healthier our planet is going to become. So, so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that total soul-wrenching certainty that something in your life needed to change? 
Listen up. You can be incredibly successful and yet not see yourself as successful. In fact, for many of my clients, it takes me pointing out that they are high achievers for them to even see this for themselves. Most of my clients have never taken the time to pause and acknowledge their accomplishments because they're too busy focusing on the next thing they want to get after. I often joke that they set a bar for themselves, but as soon as they get close to reaching it, they simply raise the bar. It's the never ending cycle that perpetuates the story that they're not there yet. More often than not, they genuinely believe they haven't done enough. You probably love setting and accomplishing goals, have no problem getting things done, know what it means to embrace the hustle and working your ass off might be your status quo. What the women who are part of my community come to realize is that no amount of doing is going to give you the feeling of fulfillment you're looking for. What makes this realization more painful is feeling the impact your choices are having on your physical and emotional well-being. The deep gut level knowing that you need to make a change in your life has nothing to do with how much you've accomplished on paper or how successful you appear to someone looking at you from the outside. You might feel burnt out because you struggle with boundaries that support you feeling good. Maybe you have a gorgeous, healthy family, but don't feel like you're really connected to your kids. Maybe you're slowly starting to realize that you're overly dependent on that glass of wine to unwind, catch yourself mindlessly eating, or worse yet, forgetting to eat. Coffee has become a staple, and hours can disappear as you scroll social media mindlessly. You're probably burning the candle at both ends because when everyone else goes to bed, you stay up late just to have you time. Basically, you're starting to realize you're numbing your way through life and that you are the last thing on your list of priorities. No matter what you've accomplished, there's something deep down in your soul that is screaming out for more. And you won't be satisfied until you can figure out what that is. If you're listening to this podcast, I can guess you've already taken the first steps in recognizing the transformation you're seeking isn't gonna be found in doing more, but in discovering why you're so addicted to your doing in the first place. You're probably also realizing that if you don't start to make caring for your emotional and physical well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Lasting transformation doesn't happen overnight and it often doesn't happen without support. They're called blind windows for a reason. I've made it my personal mission in life to support women trying to create extraordinary lives of their own choosing. That's why in addition to this podcast, I send out powerful emails to help you navigate life as an ambitious, driven, high achieving woman so that you can make positive changes you need to thrive in your life. Join me for this journey towards what it looks like to love what you do, but love yourself more by signing up for my email list. You'll get first access to resources I've created to support you. Plus, I'll let you know about new podcast episodes, coaching opportunities, and more. Head over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up today and join my network of empowered, inspiring, ambitious women. This is your next step in choosing to make you a priority. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Frontal Living Podcast.